0: When there are floods in the environment, it will definitely affect their health, it will affect their standard of living, and many other things.
1: But if you notice, most of the rivers also had the floodplains, so that when it floods, the water is held in those floodplains. As women relocate to safer places,
2: they tend to lose income and from their informal activities or businesses,
3: 2020 was a year of devastating floods in sub-saharan africa up to six million people were affected from rwanda to south sudan ethiopia uganda tanzania and beyond parts of zambia's capital lusaka are still recovering from december's flash floods over the past decade Flooding has become a major problem in the region. The United Nations says that the number of people hit by flooding shot up from 1 million to 6 million in just five years. Half of the world's reported cholera cases occur in sub-Saharan Africa with many outbreaks linked to floods. Amseli Amutabi and this is Africa's science focus. Reporter Ginger Chizo in Zambia asks why flooding has become a, such a challenge in Africa's cities and rural areas.
4: Most African countries have not been spared from flash floods which have left many families stranded with serious health complications and some lives lost. But apart from humanitarian crises. Environmental and technological aspects of flood management in Africa is seemingly demanding an equal attention.
3: The region is home to some of the world's most important freshwater lakes and rivers. The African Great Lakes, which stretch from Malawi north to Ethiopia, hold about one quarter of the world's surface freshwater water. The mighty Zambezi River stretches more than 3,500 kilometers from Zambia to the Indian Ocean. Last year, rivers and lakes in the region overflowed, with some reaching their highest levels ever recorded. Sally Tembo is the General Secretary of the Environmental and Public Health Union of Zambia. She tells Njanje just how devastating flooding can be for the millions of people who live near these important water resources.
0: You'll note that even in Zambia, most of the times during the rain season when we have these floods, even in Osaka, these flash floods, we always have cases of cholera outbreaks and all these diarrhoea diseases which will suddenly go up. And then I'll take us back to some years back in the 2000s, where we saw those floods in Mozambique. That had a real impact on the lives of the people in Mozambique because lives were, people were displaced, livelihoods were lost, lives were lost, animals are lost, crops are lost, and people will lose property, they will lose so many things. The economy was affected. It had to take a long time for people to recover from that, As a result, you see impact of poverty on the people and for young girls and women in general, it becomes even harder because those that were able to fend for themselves will now have a challenge to even find food. As a result, you see all these uh, young ladies now being forced maybe into early marriages or even polygamous marriages just for them to survive. And for young ladies who are forced into early marriages and polygamous marriages, their health is affected because most of them are not even ready
3: physiologically to be mothers or be wives. Sally says new approaches to town planning and urban development are needed to solve these problems.
0: One of the solutions that I would say, I would think can help with flooding, especially in urban areas like Lusaka, is proper town planning and Really looking at the drainage systems in these cities, because most of the time this flooding is just caused by poor planning. We have people building in places where they're not supposed to build, we're erecting buildings in places where they're not supposed to be building. As a result, even just simple rains, which shouldn't cause flooding, end up causing flooding. And then we have clogged drainages as well because of poor solid waste management. As a result, water can't move because these drainages which were meant to drain the water out of the city are clogged. And then generally, like in rural areas, what can help with flooding also is let's educate the people in these areas on the impacts of climate change, because most of this flooding is now being caused by climate change. And also try and find alternative sources of living or livelihood for these people in rural areas because most of them tend to cutting down trees and charcoal making because that's the only thing that they can do to have a living. So if we could find other means of giving them a livelihood and showing them that there are other economic activities that they could undertake instead of cutting down trees which in turn cause climate change, which causes
3: flooding and it still impacts on their lives, I think that would greatly help. Environmental health technologist Henry Zimba has kept a close eye on the frequency and impact of flooding. He has the facts and figures on hand.
5: Over the years, Zambia and some Central African countries, the Angola have been hit with multiple episodes of floods, which caused both environmental and health impacts. An example of such floods is the most recent flood that occurred in Zambia in the rain season of 2019-2020. According to a report by the United Nations Office for the Coordination of Humanitarian Affairs, OCHA, 2020, this flood was caused by heavy rain for which led to river rain and flash floods. This many affected the southern province of Zambia with Gwembe and Siavonga district being the most affected areas. According to the Disaster and Mitigation Unit, DMMU, the flooding destroyed crops, including maize, and in some areas, bridges were submerged, hence hampering access. In January 2020, when heavy rains left the Jipata Lev hospital in the capital, Lusaka, completely flooded, leading to the evacuation of some patients. This may have complicated the condition of some patients during the evacuation process. And according to the disaster and mitigation media reports, it showed that in Mambo District and Eastern Province, nearly 300 families were displaced by the floods in just the first week of January 2020. And in the neighboring Lumezi District, around 60 families had had to leave their houses due to these floods.
3: Many of these flooding events are still being investigated. The United Nations is set to deliver the results of a study into the cause of the rising water levels in some of Kenya's most important lakes to mitigate or better manage responses to future floods. When flash flooding hits, diseases are not the only risk there are environmental dangers in both cities and rural areas. And for many people who are forced to leave their homes, the only option is to relocate to a temporary camp. We hear more about life in these temporary camps from Naomi Mwemba, a journalist who has been reporting on flooding in Lusaka. You know, one
2: thing I've observed is that In these shanti compounds, there are trenches, and when water is filled, it is impossible for one to know that, you know, there is a a deep hole. As a result, during the process of moving from one place to another, other people may end up drowning and losing their lives. Last month, I witnessed a worst case scenario in Nusaka's Kanyama compound, right here in the capital city, where two children, of the same family died after a pit latrine collapsed whilst they were bathing. The pit latrine, which is used as the bathroom too, collapsed as it became weak due to floods, which caused the infrastructure to be damaged. I think government is placed with a huge responsibility to ensure that they create proper drainage system that will stand test of time to allow for water to flow naturally whenever it drains. And also government should relocate the people who live in flood prone areas to safer lands for good, you know, to avoid also expenses of evacuating them annually whenever it rains, because this too is a cost on government.
3: Robert Chimambo from the Zambian Climate Change Network believes that environmental management That incorporates traditional knowledge can prevent future flooding catastrophes and protect
1: communities. The rain seasons were very normal. So the water cycle was in balance. There are about 400 tribes in the Zambes. Because that land, it's not only fish, but you can grow a lot of other food.
5: So that is like how many years ago when they were following the natural cycle?
1: No, that's the point I'm saying. In millennia... It only stops when this, you know, colonialism comes in. You know, they cut up and they say, you are Zambian or under the British. And so that traditional thing gradually passes away. Whereas still, of course, they go in and stop the people from doing what they were doing. Zambia is a mining nation like Zimbabwe, like, which means you have to bring people from all over Malawi and concentrate them in one place. So that agricultural system that they had, they had to forego, isn't it? Because now we have removed the trees because of the agriculture, which the Western agriculture, industrial agriculture. Even if it rains now, it is not sinking into the soil. What is it doing? It is a flood. Our soils have been degraded because most of it has been washed away by floods. Caused by human land use activities. A lot of it is industrial agriculture. So uh, we should now, science should also help to look at traditional methods of how our people have lived and improve on them.
3: Robert Chimambo, finishing today's program. Before we go, Wisdom Katontoka got in touch with us with a question about bones. Let's hear from Wisdom now.
2: Hello, my name is Wisdom Katontoka.
3: Why are health bones important for humans?
4: My full name is uh, Chanda Charles, radiographer, technologist. Human beings have over 200 bones, that is 206 bones. Number one, bones provide structure to the human body and number two reason why bones are important they pray a law of protecting organs bones protect internal organs for example the heart is protected by bones internal organs are protected by bones from damage the brain is protected by bones. Number three, bones anchor muscles. And lastly, they store minerals such as calcium and phosphorus, which are very important for our bodies.
3: Thanks to Charles Achanda for answering wisdom's question. If you too want us to find an answer to your questions about health, environment, lifestyle and science, you can send us a text or voice message on WhatsApp to plus 254-799-042513. For more Africa Science Focus episodes, go to www.sidev.net or you can subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast app. Today's program was produced by Harrison Lewis. The editors were Fiona Broom and Jackie opara Fatoye, with reporting from Ginger Cheese. I'm Sally Amutabi. See you next Wednesday. This program was funded by the European Journalism Centre through the European Development Journalism Grant Programme with support from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation.